What's up, you guys? And welcome back to the Dive Deep Podcast. This is Jay Marie. This is Blue. And welcome back. I bet y'all like, where, the, where y'all hoes been at? <laughs> like, where y'all been at? All right. So to make a long story short, the Dive Deep is coming to an end. But we got a surprise for y'all after we finish what we're doing. Stay for a big special announcement. Yes, stay for a big, big, big announcement. So sit back, relax, and we're about to read all y'all emails too. Like it's about 15 of them. So we're about to read every single one of them. And then after that, you guys, we're going to tell y'all the surprise. So just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Oh, I'm about to die. Okay, our first email. So y'all probably already solved your own problems by now. It's been a good this email is from June and it's September. Twenty years later. It's been been so long I forgot I was on the podcast. (laughs) Okay. This one, so much has happened. Where do I begin? Literally, last time I emailed you guys, I was messing around with my brother's friend and I had a boyfriend. Well, let me tell you this shit. Before I start, I feel like I missed something. The other girl left. It's been since January since I emailed you back. But I feel like I missed a huge chapter or something. I don't know, but I love that it's you three. The cast seems more better than ever. I like how some episodes might be two of you guys, then it's all of you. It's like if one of you guys miss, when you guys come back, tell a story of where you've been and what happened, you know? LOL. We love to hear you guys talk and share your stories, especially the snack. LOL. That guy seems to have done it all. Such a hoe. LOL. But let's get back to the story. So I don't have that boyfriend anymore. Matter of fact, I'm very much single. F-R-E-E. She had that nigga free summer. <laughs> um... So it's sad to say, but you can't have your cake and eat it too. My ex found out that I've been messing around with my brother's friend. I never knew they were talking around the same kind of people. So this is what happened. So me and my ex normally talk like every day. And I'm in this day, it was very different. So he didn't text me for four days, guys. Four days. And I suffered the entire time. I text him and the little bitch read it. Like, who do you think you are, bucko? <laughs> she said bucko. <laughs> Anyways, he finally texted me on the fifth day saying that we needed to talk. I was so eager to talk to him because I missed him so much, so I immediately called him. As soon as he picked up the phone, you could tell the tension was thick. He sighed really loud and said, you're such a fucking hoe. You're I was such a I, hoe. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I literally was taken aback because I didn't know at the time what he was talking about at all. He then goes on to say that I'm selfish, my pussy is for everyone, that a good woman with a good pussy like me should not be throwing it at just anyone. So I asked him, what the fuck are you talking about? He told me that he knows I've been screwing around with my brother's friend and that I was a talk of the friend group, but in a good way. Saying that he never had such an amazing sex experience and that my pussy was very moist and was saying very nice things, which got back to my boyfriend. Well, ex-boyfriend, he was pissed. He told me to go fuck myself and hung up. Now I'm blocked. I mean, what can I do? Guys, I didn't mean to fuck this up, and I really do care about him. But I don't know what to do. Can you guys please help me? Any advice to get him back, or at least to talk to me? 
<laughs> Babe, this is quite the pickle you got yourself in. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Uh. Well, at least it was good talk. I mean, as long as yeah. they wasn't out here saying that your cat was the scum of the earth and it was nasty. I mean, how can I go about this? Um, I mean, if he's mad, technically, I would say, I mean, you, uh, I don't know, like. I don't know. But, babe, you cheated. I mean. <laughs> I know. Like, it's just like you cheated. So, it's like. Yeah, like you say, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like this. I mean, some niggas have no self-worth. And they'll just let you go back to them. Maybe in a couple months, just see if the door's still cracked open if you wanted that bad. But, like, I mean. <laughs> open. But um, this is just just the pickle you got yourself into. And I, I don't think you can make him Such do anything. I mean. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you to do nothing very much, you know, unethical. But, I mean, if you feel like, you know, blowing up his phone through some different numbers. Or I'm not I'm not suggesting to do that. But this is just perhaps a route if one were to want to take that route. Uh, yeah, I mean. Text now was very convenient. You pull know? up to his house. Fuck it. Pull up to his house. Get the speaker on the motherfucking <laughs> thing. And be like, I want it that. Oh, wait. There's no Baby, time. come back. There we go. <laughs> you can play me. Oh, oh, me. I don't. I don't. Mm, mm. Do a blue say. Because <laughs> I don't know how to tell uh, you, sis. I don't. Like, ooh, girl. Um, I wouldn't advise to, you know, I mean, if he's the type to call them laws on you and say, I'm going to press charges on you for harassment if you don't leave me alone. Harass this dick, um, um, Maybe in the meantime, is your homeboy still available? I mean, that'll, that'll hold you over to the meantime. I mean. Matter of fact, <laughs> I got a question for you. And hopefully, it, it, hopefully it's resolved. But hopefully it's resolved by then. If not, answer this question for me. Damn, the question went away. Um, What is the actual reason why you decided to cheat on him? Maybe if he provoked her, he might have provoked. Now, you know how some people do provoke you to cheat. What if he did, and now he mad that she did what he yeah. thought about doing or something? I don't know. We don't have the full context. But, like, yeah, li- yeah. from this email, it's looking pretty bad for you. I mean, no judgment, but it's kind of like, babe, but you, but you cheating on me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it really depends on what the full scope of situation is. And, um, you know, you didn't mean to fuck it up, but you were, you know, hopping on this homeboy. You know what I mean? Um, you in the booty clip. Can't, I mean, I wish I could help you, but I don't know. It, I mean, it really depends. See if the door open. See if there's still a little door open. But like, hey, I'll never do it again. You please, know? please, please. I please. want my family back. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's another story for another day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Next email, y'all. So, I think I'm by question mark. Last time I emailed, I told you guys, trust, I was... What? I told you guys, trust, I was attracting... Oh, that I was attracting this guy. And so, I believe that I'm bisexual. I don't know how it happened, but it happened and I don't know how to feel. LOL, I'm so serious, guys. This is crazy. All my life, I have been liking girls. I've been known that since I was five. I had a crush on my classmate. Her name is Clarissa. Everywhere she went, I wanted to be around her. We were best friends, but it felt more as a young... But it felt more as a young little girl. Now I don't know what the hell I'm feeling. 
how did this come about guys i thank you for the advice last time because i feel so confused so me and the guy went out a couple times since i emailed you guys okay so i remember this email if y'all don't remember this email this was the girl i remember her email title it was like the one who got away she had a crush on this girl that was in school or something but the issue was she was still with her parents or something like that and she didn't pursue it or something so now she has felt interest in the guy all of a sudden and i think this is like her best friend or something i i'm gonna have to go back and find that one but um she said so me and the guy went out a couple times since i emailed you guys and we actually had sex mm. first time of me having sex with a man and my body felt so good i don't understand what is going on and i need to know why my body is now craving penis Please help me. Why is my mind and my body now liking penis? Well, um, it's always, well, sexuality, um, to me, has been described as a spectrum. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, yes, you've been liking girls since you were young, but your tastes can always change. Yes, like, can. you could be on one end of the spectrum super straight, and then you could be super gay the next day. Mm, but, yeah. um, mm -hmm. it really, it really depends. Like, you know... Sexuality can be fluid and on a spectrum, so you don't have to adhere to this strict identity. I know it can be shocking for you as to why this sudden change came about, but like, I mean, I mean, it happens. It happens to people. Like I didn't like when I was like, let's say sixteen, I never liked girls, but then as I turned into an adult, I ended up liking girls. Mm -hmm. So it, it happens. I mean, as a bisexual woman that I am. Um, Growing up, I I can honestly say I did like girls, but it wasn't to a certain extent of me, like, going out with them. Um, I liked the boys a little bit more, and as I have been progressing into my, you know, adulthood, I, I can say that I have kind of stepped away from girls. I still have, like, in high school, you could say, yeah, it was like, mm-hmm, you like girls, mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, don't get so caught up in... You know, being, oh, you know, I don't know if I'm bisexual, this and that. I mean, just if you like somebody, you like yeah. somebody. So, I mean, don't don't go to what the society standards have going yeah. on. Shit. If you want to label yourself bisexual, label yourself. If you want to label yourself, I think it's demisexual. I think uh, it's demisexual is, um, I think that's, uh, that's what I am. Demisexual is just you love that, you, you found a liking to that person. It doesn't right. matter what they are. Uh, what their sexuality, what they came from, like you just like them, right? Or I mean, it's whatever you want to label yourself, but at the same time, don't label yourself. Whatever you love, you love. Whatever you like, right. you like it. It's okay. So, why your mind and body is craving that? I don't know. You might have to talk to yourself about that. I mean, just look in the mirror and be like, "What is? What happened?" Right, self. We got that dick in us, huh? What happened? <laughs> like, okay, let's map what it out. Changed? Let's look at the events of the night, of the evening. Hello. And see what went wrong. <laughs> like, what changed? Like, what aroused me so dearly? What do I love about dick? <laughs> Make a diagram. Oh, look, do this. Do the pros and cons about it. So, do the pros and cons about vaginas. And I feel like she should do the pros and cons about penis and see which ones outweigh which. And penises and vaginas are very different. So maybe this is just scratching a different itch. For, mm -hmm. You know, one day I want a hamburger, one day I want pizza, you know. Once you go taco, you never go back on. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, next email is 
Hello, everyone. Mm-hmm. Definitely in better spirits for the past couple months. The medications have definitely been working. Therapy has been doing amazing, and I am in such a better headspace. This podcast actually saved me. Oh, I think I said this before, but this podcast saved me from harming myself. I really believe that there are good people like you guys out there in this crazy world. Aww. And I will continue to listen to the podcast faithfully because you guys really saved me. I thank you three so much. To anyone who is listening to this podcast, I recommend that everyone worldwide should listen. I need some advice in particular, though. I feel that I'm ready to get in a relationship, but I haven't been in the mindset to fully proceed with the idea. Yes, I know I'm still healing, but sometimes it's good to have someone to talk to, go on dates, and just enjoy life. Any times on what I, sh- any, I guess, any tips on what I should do before just jumping into that thought? Thank you guys again. <sighs> um. So. Let's reflect back on it because you say that your mindset is not ready to be in a relationship, which is okay. I feel like, you know, to be fully in a relationship or just feel like you need to be in a relationship after dealing with so many things, it does take time to be like, hey, mm-hmm. I, think I, I think I'm ready. Right. So, make before you decide to be in a relationship, make sure that you are actually ready. Right. I know you say you say you think you're ready, but you're not sure. Just confirm. A lot of people, a lot of us are never ready to be in a relationship, but just see like, am I really ready right as of right now to jump in a relationship? Um, I'm still not ready to jump in a relationship, and you know, I'm not gonna put a label on what I'm about to say, but I'm just about to say that because I saw on TikTok, which is true. I'm not going to find the love of my life in Beaumont. I'm just not. So I just feel like I'm not ready to date anybody (laughs) out here. And I'm just going to be content until I move. Maybe Mm -hmm. it takes for you to move to find somebody. Or maybe you might find somebody out there. But I feel as though just if you wait and see if you are physically and mentally ready to be in a relationship. Right. Um... First of all, congratulations on your medications working and your therapy. That's yes. so great for you. Um, we really appreciate that. You know, you think this podcast is just such a been such a great help to you. Um, before you start dating, um, and you're thinking about starting dating, um, know one thing: there's a lot of grimy bitches out there. Okay, and they, I'm not gonna say they're gonna fuck up your healing, but you gotta know who you are and you gotta be grounded in yourself. To not let somebody fuck you up, you know? Right. Um, no, have a make sure you have your strong sense of self. Make sure you know your negotiables, your red flags. You're like, okay, stop, I'm done. Once you see this one thing, you out of there. Yeah. You know. Um, know who you are, know what to look for. Like, you know. Um, if something doesn't work out, don't get discouraged. All hope is not lost because right. I was watching a TikTok um, a long time ago, and this lady was talking about, well, it makes sense that every relationship before the one is failing because it's all leading up to the one, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, instead of looking at it as all my relationships are failing, look up to I'm one step closer to the one, you know? Yeah. So don't get discouraged. Just And treat dates not like, you know, oh, this could be my future husband. You're just going to go meet somebody, and you're going to have a conversation with them to see if you like them. Right. You know? Um. Yeah, just nice just blue. enjoy. You know, just like date for the experience, not yes. for the. You know, if the love comes along, that's great. But you know, just get the experience. Just put yourself out there. Is the thing. And I also want to add: do not put your guard down so quickly. Mm-hmm. 
That that's right, a right, that's right. a big thing. Do not put your guard down so quickly because the minute you put your guard down and you become really vulnerable, that's when some guys, not all of them, some guys will come and attack, and right. it's just like. They will leave you high and dry with emotions and you'll be all over the place, be like trying to pick up the pieces. So right. don't let your guard down. Don't let your guard down until you feel like it is this is this is the person that right. I can finally let my guard down. Right. And sometimes you can do that and they still not the fucking right, right person. So just keep your guard up. Yeah, just do your best, you know. Exactly. So next email we have is man. Y'all not gonna believe this shit. Ooh, Ooh, child. Bruh, man. Remember I was telling y'all I was digging this chick and she was perfect? Man, let me tell y'all what happened, man. So, I did the hotel experience for her. Mm. I said that. I said that. I didn't do what little mama said with the flowers and shit. Oh, man. (laughs) Damn, I thought I had a friend on the floor. I'm trying to do that when I find the perfect person because you can't do that treatment for everyone. That's right. Man, so the date went good from what I thought, you know. I took her to this fancy restaurant downtown from where I stay. Man, the view was everything. She was dressed so nice, and the dress hugged her body so damn good. She was beautiful, man. We had a real good discussion about each other's lives and what we should and what we do and really getting to know each other on a different level from anything. I found out that she was staying with her ex because mm. she got put out of her apartment. She didn't tell me what happened because she said that it was too deep for her to talk about, which I had to respect that because it's uh, it's okay not to talk about something that has hurt you in the past. So I asked her, when will she be moving? Because I really don't care where you lay your head at, but something about this didn't sit right with me. She said that she saved enough money to move out. Well, she saved enough to move out and that she got approved for her apartment and she's moving out in a couple days i'm happy because she you need you don't need to be staying with your ex anyways that was the only problem i had with the conversation other than that everything was cool so we decided god damn this is a four-page Ooh. letter god damn we okay 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 at some point if you want to okay 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 hold on hold on uh shit i lost my place sir you did a um paragraph. so we decided to go to a nice to the hotel okay there we go okay and i made sure i got a nice ass hotel when i say nice man i bet that <laughs> man i bet that pussy was when just walking into the room two-story hotel room with the bed <gasps> in with the bed in the next floor had a personal jacuzzi in the inside yeah that was all me uh- oh come on so i forgot to say this but while we were out, it felt like someone was following us the whole time, y'all. On some real nigga shit, it was someone following us. While we were uh, while we were at the restaurant, it felt as though someone was watching us from afar and I didn't know where to look because everyone was on dates. No one was eating alone. It was either a group of people together or couples. So I didn't know at the time who, would it, had, who it would have been. Back to the hotel experience. She was getting herself prepared in the bathroom with the door closed, which of course you should do that because shouted a female and you getting yourself ready for me. Come on, bitch. (laughs) She had her phone in there and you can hear her going at it with someone, but she was real quiet about it. You could barely hear her, but you can hear her if you get me. She come out and she had the most sexiest lingerie on ever, y'all. I could... (laughs) Sir! 
Oh my god. I could see that pussy from a ball away. My God. I started walking. Oh, she started walking all slow and shit my way. And I'm instantly hard because damn. And let me tell y'all, she wasn't skinny. I like my women. Big Big five. Period. So you know that you know that the pressure she was given when she came out of that bathroom. So she gets on the bed and we about to get into it. Then you can hear someone banging at the door. Take it away, Blue. Banging at the door. I'm confused because who know where we at? None of my ex is crazy, so I ain't have to worry about that. I mean, they are, but shit, they good now, so I don't have nothing to worry about at all. Shawty get nervous and tells me that they might have the wrong room. They start banging the door again, and they call out her name, saying that she better open up the door before they shoot this bitch up. What the fuck? <laughs> on gang nigga I ain't no pussy so I open the door to see who it is some square ass nigga looking at me asking if she was in the room and I told him yeah what's the problem nigga he tells me that she not supposed to be there and that she been lying to me and I'm looking at cause cause man look this not about to fly with me she runs to the door and tells him to leave and that they not together and this nigga says that's not what she told him last night when he was tearing that pussy up <laughs> this bitch um, must got some good pussy because the way it sat in that lingerie and the way he acted I want to know more about it but man I couldn't I told y'all to leave because this ain't the type of shit place to do that shit at and then my shit went soft so I'm already pissed <laughs> she gets mad at me gets her shit and walks out while the little square ass nigga talking big shit away from the door this nigga down the hall talking about it would have been a problem for a nigga fly haha <laughs> okay nigga Man, I was really digging her. I don't know what to do now. She takes me a couple days ago talking about she missed me. And I don't want to hear it. But I do want to fuck with her. What to do, y'all? <laughs> First of all, it's a lot going on. <laughs> it's a lot going on. It's from the coochie to the lingerie to... Okay, so to dissect this email, I feel like he was... He, he had to be at the restaurant. Right, he had to be. Watching the whole time, like, stalking from the restaurant mm-hmm. to the um hotel going up the floors to the very room yep so i feel like i i me personally this is me personally blue gonna say her piece but i gotta say bye i leave her the fuck alone mm-hmm. because first of all you don't know what the fuck she's telling him right she's telling you one thing but we don't know what she's technically telling him and for him to be stalking her like that for him to be calling her um she had no employee she had no intentions of moving out Right. She was still staying with her ex. Right. And I feel like she was going to have her cake and eat it too. And she was going to be with that nigga while fucking with you. Right. So I feel as though you need to leave her alone. And I mean, they got a lot of other fishes in the sea. And I feel like just go, you don't have to date immediately, but it's just like talk to somebody else. I understand you was feeling her, the vibe was there, but I just feel like all together with her, period, she has a lot of bullshit going on. Right. And to keep you and your sanity. Leave that bitch where the fuck right. she is. There's something she's not telling you. Is that even her ex, first of all? Thank you. That she, probably ain't even the ex. That's probably her boyfriend. Right. Her actual fucking boyfriend. Right. And he probably pissed her off that fucking night. And she said, okay, well, I'm about to go do me. Right. And he followed her all the way to y'all. So, I mean... Exactly. I say leave the bitch alone. What you mm-hmm. say? I mean, if you're going to fuck her, fuck her once. And then, you know, see what the pussy hitting for. And then leave it alone. I mean, if you want to do that, I wouldn't encourage that. But I mean, if you want to do that, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think she's worth fucking with, you know, because you, I feel like you might end up falling in love and she might still be on that trifling that shit. But, you know, just leave it where she at. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> but all right, y'all. Next email is I love this season. I love this season. I love this season. In all caps. Okay, love I, this season. I can't say it enough. I love this season, guys. Guess what? I'm a senior in high school now. I'm so excited that I'm finally about to leave this little town I'm in. LOL. Very exciting. So I need some advice. This is a new year coming in for me, and that means new responsibilities, new friends, new everything. How do I tackle the new school year? How was you guys' senior year experience, and how did you guys con- conquer the year? Any tips or things to prepare for so I can start while it's summertime? I would love the great, amazing advice that you guys give, so please help me out. Mind you, this email was on 617. And was, but she probably, she, I mean, school year's still fresh. School year's still fresh, okay, so. Oh, little baby, going to her senior year. How um, exciting. Like I used to, like I tell my siblings back in my day, which it's been two years, but, um, being, I mean, you a senior now, you big dog at the school, right. so it's just like, don't don't do nothing crazy even though this is your last year do not do any irrational things that will cause you to not graduate because i have seen people do so good and when it became to senior year they literally could not get their diploma i've seen it and it's happening so don't do nothing crazy i feel like you know um stay out the way whatever friends you have from ninth grade 11th grade 10th grade um keep them I feel like, you know, the more I, I feel like this, less friends is best. Mm-hmm. Not more friends the merrier because the more friends, the more shit you're going to have to be going through through high school. You don't want to deal with that shit. Um, stay in the books. Right. Finish strong. Finish fucking Especially strong. Especially since you're going off to college. I assume you're going off to college. Mm-hmm. And make sure you hang with the right crowd do not get in with the bad crowd don't even get in with the bad person that's in the motherfucking bad crowd leave them where the fuck and you know do a co- extracurricular activity or right. something that's cool you know something that look good on your resume you feel me so that's my tips for right. it and yeah <laughs> yeah yeah basically that uh don't fuck off your senior year um finish strong senior year was the easiest year it was was um for me but um i didn't do much my senior year it was pretty chill i mean it was my least stressful year because i was done but like i was um working on my associate's degree while i was going to school but um i mean yeah um quality over quantity friends don't do nothing crazy mm-hmm. um if you go to a little party don't drink and drive you know be responsible make good decisions um yeah finish strong enjoy it because you re- i'm not gonna say you're gonna miss the high school i feel like you're gonna miss you know the experiences that you have because like once you get in the adult world like you'll be like man i kind of want to go to high school like but that's just like the res- the responsibility you don't want the responsibility of being an adult anymore yeah Okay, okay. Look at Blue, y'all. Blue is younger than me, so she she remembers her experience. I don't remember mine. The fuck I, mean, at I all. barely remember. I mean, <laughs> mine's been yeah. ten years ago. Uh, I don't remember that thing. I mean, I get yeah. Savor this time because you're not gonna have it again. But mm-hmm. you can be glad school is over. But just savor it. You know, being stay in the moment. Look, you ain't gonna remember, right? <laughs> so next email. Have so much to say, dot, dot. It's literally been since March, since the last time I even messaged the podcast. 
so I had my oh you had your baby oh my gosh I'm a whole mother now guys my little girl is such an amazing blessing I'm going to send pictures of her once she is fully developed as in face wise she is getting her features in so she's con she kind of looks ugly she's about three months now yep she's my baby so I can say what I want about her lol since I had this baby though it seems as though I'm happier than ever I have been in such a positive atmosphere and been really doing what I can to keep me happy and keep the my and to keep my baby happy. Yes, she's still young, but my mother always told me that babies feed off your emotions, and I want to make sure that I'm not upsetting myself or my baby. So guys, let's catch up. Well, so guys, let me catch up. Let me catch you guys up. Goddamn. Since the baby shower, I didn't speak to my ex or my cousin. So if y'all don't know, this is the one where the uh the girl her ex she always email us she she shoot she got a life story with She's us faithful. yeah but this is the one um her she had a baby shower and y'all know she her ex got her and her cousin pregnant so i don't know who's far on well she didn't have her baby so i don't know about the cousin but um freaky friday so uh all right so Oh, wait. Oh, shit, shit, shit. Oh. So, let me guys catch you up. Since the baby shower, I didn't want, uh, I didn't speak with my ex or my cousin. They, uh, when they showed up at my baby shower, they, that was, that was enough for me right there. I felt at the time, if I didn't invite you, you shouldn't have came to my function at all. I don't care if you are the baby father. I said what I said. I know that I was supposed to send the baby shower pictures in this email, but guys, I can't find my other phone. And this is the story why. So a couple of days after the baby shower, I started cleaning up my area in the house. It was going back and forth from my room to the baby room, just cleaning. I remember that I had to find the phone because I was listening to the podcast. It just so happened that episode was my last email. Thank God for you guys because I literally wasn't thinking about it at, all, at first. So I'm in here looking hard for this phone. I'm looking just about everywhere. And it's, it just seems that I can't find it. I called my mom and my brothers to see if I could have possibly left it with them or in their cars. Or if they picked it up or something. Because when I was pregnant, I was very forgetful. I would have my keys in my hand and I would literally lose it and wonder where in the hell it went. They had told me they never picked it up and now I'm in here pacing back and forth because that's my business phone. That phone is for even though I'm not working in the office, I'm able to work from home for my mother. So... So that phone is an important aspect of my life. So I decided to see if I could find it on my Find Me app. Why was it at my cousin's house? Mm. No, really. It was at my cousin's house. Mm. So now I'm irritated because why would my fucking phone be at your place? I haven't been there in forever. So why would it be there? So I called it. And she answered, guys. I immediately told her off. I told her that she is a fucking thief and she needs to cough up my fucking phone. Like, why would you take something that is not yours at all? She said that the only reason she took it is because she wants to talk to me. And no other way in the world to get to me is to take something from me. And you didn't even ask for my permission. All my cousins know that I hate when people steal from me. Since that phone call, I have not went over there to get my phone. I start back to work three weeks from now. And again, I need my shit. My baby is born now. So if something, if some shit happens, I'm able to fight this time. I just, mm. know, I just need to know what can I do? 
I haven't told my mom about this because if I did, she would not be happy. I'm grown, so I feel like I can handle this on my own. But I need you guys' help. Tell me how should I go about getting my phone back. Thank you guys, and I miss you guys so much. Oh, I miss you too. <sighs> I miss you too, girl. <laughs> um, I say cut that bitch off and get another one. Mm, really? I mean, that's just I mean, me. yeah, she, she took it because they wanted confrontation of some kind. But, I mean, she wanted to get that phone back. Um, I'll say get another one. That's just, but that's just me. I say just get another one. Just avoid confrontation because right. you have had, you, you, you got, you're a mother now. Right. We have to set an example, baby. So, don't go over there with that hoo and Ain't no telling. We, we can't. I don't know how far she is. You cannot go over there fighting her. I don't know if she's still pregnant or not, right. but... Don't go over there fighting her. Don't make a scene. You didn't got real violent since the first uh, email you just sent us. <laughs> um, I just say avoid confrontation and just get you a new phone and be be done with her. Get you a new phone and text her and be like, I want to be completely done with you. Leave me the fuck alone. And I, she just stand on that shit. If you see me in the streets, bitch, you don't know me. In the words of T.I., like, bitch, we right. we blood, but bitch, you don't come from like, my blood like no more. Like, what do you want to talk for? Exactly. What is there to say? Cut ties with her. Like, get you a new phone and leave her and your baby daddy the fuck alone. Report is stolen. Period. She's a thief. She sold my shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's what I say. That's all you got to say, mm, Yeah. Basically, <laughs> maybe you could tell your mom about this. It's not about being grown. Maybe she could go get it for you. Maybe. If yeah. you want it that bad. But she said it's not going to be pretty if she do. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't see any outcome. I mean, unless you sit up there and let them talk uh, talk at you. It's like, okay, can I have my phone now? Can I get my phone now? Okay, can I get my phone? All right, I'm out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let us know. It, shit, what was that? 629? Yeah. It is a good September. Let us know how that went, I guess. Okay. Hey, wonderful people. Hello. It's really crazy that I'm finally messaging you guys. Like, I've been listening to the podcast and literally wanted to message you guys so bad because I've been dealing with a lot of issues, but I don't know how to express these issues. I have went to my friends and some of them think I'm crazy and some of them just don't want to listen, but I'm really needing some help on what I'm feeling. I first want to say that I love this podcast. This podcast is really funny and it has me dying every time. I remember one episode when Jay Marie asked that special guest about the tone of voice. <laughs> No, and she went up girl. and down with her voice. That was an iconic moment. <laughs> that girl is really funny. I love her energy and she keeps me laughing all the time. This podcast is really my escape from the everything. So let me tell you guys what's been going on. My boyfriend and I have been together for four years. Totally in love, best friends, soulmates, etc. I keep in touch with his mom, his little sister, his cousins, and a few others. In general, his family is really cool and I'm grateful for how inviting they are. I always go to their functions and holidays. It's important to note for the sake of this post... My boyfriend's family is Puerto Rican, whereas I am white as you can possibly get. Anyway, on the whole, I don't have problems with his family. There are times, however, that their behavior is really concerning to me. Their dynamics are very different from my family's. An example, sisters used to walk around the house in towels or bras when my boyfriend still lived with them. Took a little getting used to after being raised in a very modest family. But there are occurrences that make me wonder if it's actually just a Hispanic thing or if that's just plain weird. The first time this happened was at a family event where porn came up. Can't remember how, but that's weird enough to talk about amongst family 
some as young as four years old at the time being present in the room. My boyfriend's older sister brought it up somehow in an argument with their dad. And then the convo circulated to my BF who had to defend our relationship because we both view watching porn as cheating. I was so dumbstruck by the convo that I couldn't explain my position on it. So he was left to his own devices. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that didn't sit well with me and it never will that they talk so freely about it and made it so personal, forcing us to defend our sex lives to them. The most recent occurrence happened when I wasn't present. My boyfriend was telling me about it. His aunt was doing a jello shot and she was using her tongue to get it out the cup and made some kind of if only I was a lesbian joke because she couldn't get it out. This alone is cringe. Like, why even say that? And then she noticed that my boyfriend already finished his and said, He's a very lucky girl, or she's a very lucky girl, referring to his tongue game. His aunt, is that not incredibly inappropriate to say at a family function? If I was there, I would think I would have had to excuse myself from the embarrassment. I don't know. I keep overlooking these instances because I chalk them up to cultural differences because his family really is so different from mine. But are these sexual remarks really acceptable for any culture? I'm offended by them, honestly, and but I can't react to them out of fear for stirring discomfort or dividing myself further. What do you guys think? Yeah, that's fucking weird. That's fucking weird. I've never heard of any culture being that sexually liberated and sexually free. That's weird. I'm I just sorry. think they're a sexual ass family. Maybe. Yeah, because she said, it's, they said, wait, I wonder if it's actually a Hispanic thing. That's not a Hispanic thing. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, no. I don't know. I don't think anybody's feel comfortable right. with just talking to a grown up. Yeah. In the family about sex there's, or just anything sexual. There's making vulgar jokes, but this crosses a boundary into like being straight up weird, you know? I don't think that's a tradition. I just think I that family so. is a it's really weird. weird fucked up you, ass family. You might need to talk to your boyfriend and be like, why is your family like this? You know, why do y'all speak that way? Why do y'all do that? Like, and be honest, why do y'all, are y'all just like that? Or like, is yeah. this your culture or like, what is it? Because it's making me uncomfortable as fuck. Yeah, so just talk to him and see what he says and... If you don't like the answer, I mean, y'all are just boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't know how long. Wait, did she say how long? Four years. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say maybe talk it out. But I mean, look, if it ain't working and if they do it again, just be like, look, I'm going to chunk the deuces at you for a little bit. Right. This makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, like, hey, good your family, you know, tone it down maybe. Or like, is this just how you guys are? What's the situation here with this? Yeah. Like, that's weird. Because the change cannot be made unless the change is... um, is recognized right so well unless the problem is recognized so they need to change that let let him know like hey if when i come over y'all need to talk about that right like why are we going around the room talking about what porn are we watching what my how my boyfriend tongued me down or some shit like mm. if only i was a lesbian what the fuck? <laughs> uh, your your girlfriend's a very lucky girl <laughs> like, like auntie i'm like auntie sue <laughs> please chill out <laughs> oh, oh my god so the next one says, I heard my email. Mm-hmm. Guys, I didn't know that my email would even be read because I know the amount of emails that you guys get an episode. You guys be reading so many each episode. And I'm so glad that I finally, that finally my email was read. My voice was heard. So I just want to say thank you guys for reading my email and giving me the advice that you guys did. And thank you to the special guests for helping me out with the advice. Her advice was such a huge impact on what I'm about to tell you guys. I decided that I wasn't going to pursue anything with the guy that I was dealing with because of the red flags that he was showing me. I don't remember this. Is this about the taco salad? Let me go back. Remember that girl? She was making taco salad for her boyfriend. 
and he started tripping. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, yes, wait, wait. That is? Yes, it is. Oh, it's, shit, okay. He's mad, some about, like, and he went off on her saying, like, oh, yeah. um, uh, stop, he was stop like being angry. so difficult. So I decided he did what was left without cheese so he could do it himself. So when he came back, he got mad and said, why are you so difficult? You never listen. Got mad, walked in the room. What's your problem? I told him I didn't have a problem, but and asked him what his problem was. He proceeded to get mad at me and told me I was turning this around to him and I can never take responsibility for anything I do wrong. When I asked him what did I do wrong, he mm-hmm. told me that I don't listen to him when he said I was making the food fine. All I was doing was trying to be accommodating so he could eat his taco salad the way he likes. I don't like I did anything. I don't think I did anything wrong. I told him he should have just said thank you and been appreciative. He decided to be sarcastic and say, yes, it's my fault, just like everything. And then he yelled at me again and said that I was the one in the wrong and I need to take So he went off on her over some taco salad. Yeah. Okay. So I remember that email. I had to go back to the Red Flags episode and really listen to the things that you guys were saying. And everything that was said, I have been dealing with. Not one green flag or yellow flag at all. Mm. Hell, not even an orange flag. Nothing but red. If there was such thing as a black flag, he would have the cake on that too. Mm Mm-hmm. So, we decided to have a talk about his behavior and how I didn't like the way he talks to me in general. He treats me like I'm a complete dog. He treats me like I am a complete dog. And that the last email... Oh, that last email that I sent... Oh, that's just child's play. He is a complete arrogant asshole. He has the... He has the nerve sometimes to call me a bitch... And I let that comment slide because sometimes I am a bitch. Mm. He, but he is a complete dick. I tell him that we should cut ties because I feel like I'm just not the type of woman to appease his needs as listening to Good him for you. like a little puppy or a child. He gets furious and calls me a bitch and says that I'm not worth anything. Says that my vagina is stale and that no one would ever want rotten stale eggs for me. That I am wor- a worthless bitch. And that I don't even have a leg to stand on. And that also, that I am not pretty. And that the only good feature that I have on me is my ass and my breasts. Such a dick, I know. So, I still stand... So, I still stood strong. And I made him leave. But now... But when he did leave, I couldn't help but cry. I have low self-esteem. And sometimes, like, that really hurts my feelings. I would tell myself that I am beautiful and that I am worth something. I told him that I have insecurities and that I deal with depression because of that. And for him to blow it in my face, I just don't understand. I feel like now, as of right now, that I am not good enough for a man now. He has really fucked my mental state up. Any encouraging words or anything or any advice on how to get back to self-love, mm. I could really use some wise words from you guys. So, I'm actually going to let Blue take this one because Blue has some very encouraging mm. words. First of all, congratulations on standing strong and walking away from that motherfucker. Because some hoes would just sat there and be like, well, I'm sorry, I'll do better, you know. Good for you. You knew your worth at the time, right? To say you don't deserve that, right? But, um... Like you said, he's a black flag, right? So he is the problem. It's not you. It's him. There are some really fucked up, broken individuals in the world. And they will do whatever in their power to project onto you to make you feel as low as they do. So he's not the problem. Well, you're not the problem. He's the problem. And I mean, yes, words hurt and they're never going to stop hurting. But so 
you have to stand strong in like who you are and say, that's not me. That's not who I am. He's the fucking problem. No matter how many times you got to say it to yourself, you just got to keep saying he's the problem. And as time, as time goes on, you will realize who really was the problem. And you'll look back like a few months later. Well, it's, it is a few months later. It really is. It's three months later. It's two, three months later. And you'll probably, probably now you're like, that guy was a fucking psychopath. And I'm so glad I only escaped with like a few mean words rather than him just blowing up on me and putting his hands on me, you know? So you probably got off easy. Let somebody else have that fucking mental illness. And um, so don't look at this not working out as a a blow to your self-worth it's just you learning you're learning what red flags are so the next time you deal with it you're gonna be out that motherfucker you're gonna see the first time be like nope get out you don't like my taco salad get out you know um and it's just um just remember who you are yeah start doing things you want your mental state fucked up and encourage how to get back to self-love just start Pouring into yourself, pouring into yourself to prove that you're not any of the things that he says, even though you know it, but like you want to get to your subconscious, start doing stuff, start treating yourself to this and this and that. Like, I'm not worthless because I learned how to do this. I learned how to do that. I went here and I went there and I treated myself to this thing and that thing. Like I did what I wanted to do because I'm not worthless. Um, for self-love, like, listen, okay. So here's, I'm going to tell you something um, that I just discovered recently. So get on YouTube. Um, Every night before I go to bed, I listen to a sleep hypnosis thing. Mm -hmm. So I put it on my TV. Hold on. Let me find it. Take your time. Every single night, I put this on my TV and I've never felt better. Hold on. Take your time, Pastor. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, it is by a channel called John Moyer, John M-O-Y-E-R, and it's called Sleep Sleep Hypnosis for Self-Worth and Self-Love. Higher Consciousness Series. So it looks like the thumbnail looks like the picture looks like a heart and it says discover your powerful self-worth and self-love. And literally, I thought it was bullshit, but like before you go to bed, if you have headphones or something, like put it, turn it on and just go to sleep. Let it rock you to sleep. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll work for you. I didn't think it would work for me, but it probably will. And it's just talking to you, saying such positive affirmations to you all night long when you go to sleep. And I have never felt better since I started doing that. She put me on. And when I say I listen to it one night, I need to be consistent with it, though. So... I got to see how it affects me. But the first night, you know, Rome wasn't built overnight, but it did help me. Right. It did. And I really liked it. So, yeah, do that. Right. And do not let what these niggas say define you. You know what I always say? These niggas will fuck a chicken if its feather's not too fucked up. Plot, plot. Don't let these niggas define you out here. You're going to find a man who's going to like you and accept you for who you are. It's going to take some time to find him. Maybe. Maybe you'll find him tomorrow. But it's going to be okay. See, I'm glad I gave it to Blue because she had the right words, okay? So, before we go to the next email, you guys, because we got to take a break, um, let's hear from our sponsors. This one, hey, Dive Deep Gang. I'm a new listener, and I just want to say that I love this podcast a lot. 
I'm from the Bronx, New York, and this podcast is such a funny one while I'm on the train or sometimes I'm just sitting around the house needing something to listen to. I love this cast and I do have a favorite. My favorite is going to be the snack. I love his personality and the way he cracks jokes between conversations. I'd be dying when he says certain things. I love everyone else, but he is my all-time favorite. I just have one request, you guys. Please keep doing this podcast. This podcast may not be big right now, but you guys keep this podcast going. Shout out to Jay Marie for making this podcast listen. I listened to the whole entire season, one, two, and three. So I know she's the creator, LOL. But she did a good thing by making this podcast happen. And I'm grateful that she made this podcast because from the sound of things, with these emails you guys be having, you have saved so many lives and touched so many people. With the Uvalde, Texas email, you guys helped that baby with her situation. And she thanked you guys over and over again. You guys are superheroes. Seriously. Keep this podcast going and don't stop until you guys are seen. It doesn't matter who comes and goes from this podcast. You three remain and keep touching the lives of people that you encounter in life and on this podcast. Now to the situation at hand. Here's my problem. So a few weeks ago, I overheard a group of my friends from work who I consider friends outside of work too. We met at work, but I have hung out outside of work on numerous occasions discussing plans they made to attend a baseball game together. I couldn't help but feel a pang of hurt when I heard because nobody in my friend group invited me or asked me if I wanted to go. But I tried to brush it off and thought that maybe it would get mentioned to me. But tonight, they all went together and posted about it on their socials. No one ever invited me. I know we've hung out before, and I'm telling myself that maybe it was just one of those things that I wasn't around, and they all happened to make plans in the spot. But they were all there, and not one of them thought to invite me or mention it to me. I can't help but feel like I was purposely excluded. I truly consider these people my friends, but I just don't see why all of them would do something without me, or at least without seeing if I wanted to go. I've always felt like the least important and unappreciated friend, the afterthought. I just feel so left out and hurt and I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm seeing them differently now and I'm being called to put my energy back, pull my energy back and put my guard up. Am I overreacting or am I valid and feeling some type of way about this? Is it worth confronting them about and telling them how I feel or should I just leave it alone and make a mental note? <clears throat> you completely valid. Period. I've been in your position before. I have You're very too. valid. Very. Um... Don't even take a mental note. I would confront them about it. Mm-hmm. I would let them know, look, this is how I feel. This is what y'all did to me. I don't care if I did take it a certain way, but this is my feelings. And I feel as though if y'all don't accept how the way I feel, then leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, in my experience, I re- I completely withdrew. I was like, okay, duly noted and just completely withdrew. I shut all that shit down. But I mean, that's a good that I wouldn't advise against it. But I mean, yeah, I mean, like, and especially if you guys all hang out at work, they would have made an effort to include you, you know, like, hey, where's a so and so like, we need to invite her. Like, you know, um, if they I feel like if they truly wanted you to come, they would have told you they would have texted you, they would have done something about it at work, you know. And um, yeah you're you're completely valid and that's okay i mean i know you're hurt like it hurts but someday you're gonna find people who really fuck with you the long way yeah so just don't don't look at it as those are gonna be my only friends you're gonna find some more and these are gonna be the right the right group of friends that niches that niches well with you like you know when they say find a niche right am i saying the right niche Uh, yeah niche niche yeah you know, when they say find a certain thing, watch. You go meet these people and y'all going to have everything in common. Y'all ain't damn going to want to leave each other's sight. Like, right. that's just how it is. Right. So, yeah. You got this. Don't don't, don't stress yeah, it out. Don't get discouraged. It's just not people for you. 
So next email. It says, hey guys. Just want to say that I love listening to this podcast. I'm still in season two, but I heard snippets of season three and I'm itching to get there. I love the whole cast. You guys are funny. I need some help. So please help me. Practically in a throuple with my boyfriend's best friend. Mm. My God. Oh my, I do tell. Two years ago, my boyfriend, who is 29, and I, who am 29, moved together in his hometown. We met in a city in a different country about six months before COVID hit and moved about a year later. Since we've been here, I've been struggling to make friends and fit in. I'm trying to learn the language, but it takes time. But it's all worth it because I love him like crazy. However, there is one thing that bugs me. His best friend is always around and she's very dependent on his company and attention. In the entire time I've been here, we haven't once gone on a date or for dinner together. It's just the two of us. I'm sorry. I've tried countless times booking restaurants and everything, but every time she ends up wanting to see him. And we have to cancel the date. She's lovely. And I love seeing her. But he seems to prioritize her. He seems to prioritize her over me so often that it gets really frustrating. Last night, for example, we decided to spend the evening at home. When she called, by, when she called my boyfriend begging him to come to dinner with her and their other friends as she didn't want to go alone. This meant that I spent my Friday evening alone at home instead. That's fucked up. Right. This morning, we agreed that we'd go on a date tonight. And, of course, he ended up feeling guilty because he didn't want to leave her alone with their other friends. And we canceled our date. But she's not alone. She has her other friends. I don't know what to do. I love him, and she's very sweet and a really good friend to me. But I need to be able to take my boyfriend out of every so often and have some time together please help me out that's a red flag right right because i feel like you are prioritizing your best friend but i'm your girlfriend so well he's a he's a male 29m and 29m oh oh wait well i mean that's what it says 29m and 29m okay well (laughs) i feel like I feel like you should... Your boyfriend needs to have boundaries. He needs to erect a boundary with this girl. It's not his responsibility as to whether or not she feels alone. Number one, she needs to get comfortable being, quote unquote, alone. But she's going out with her other friends. So, I mean, you're not going alone. Or not... Why not get you a man or something like that? Exactly. Um, She needs to... She... There needs to be boundaries here. And it's like... the, The entire time you've been here, you haven't once gone on a date in the two years or whatever... That you've been there so it's like what's gonna give what's gonna be your breaking point and i see you're getting really upset at this yeah and you need to tell your boyfriend look i want to have a boyfriend that is committed to me and my mm-hmm. needs exactly and he's putting you're constantly putting your girl best friend above me you know and it's get it gets discouraging it gets really frustrating i can imagine like you spending friday nights at home so this girl don't have to be quote unquote alone when she's out with her other friends mm-hmm. and who not i mean i don't know do you is your boyfriend of a bisexual or something like that this is he happening to, to see the girl not to put that thought in your head but like i mean it to me it is a red flag like where's the boundaries like you know if you're gonna date her date her if you're gonna date me date me you know and you're moving to a different country trying to learn the language because you love him so much and he can't even give you like 
a, a date night, you know. I think it's a boy. Yeah, he said 29 M and 29 M, or I believe so. Oh yeah, that's right. Male and male. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I I read so slowly. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. I mean, and you say she's very sweet and a really good friend to you, but I feel like if she's a really good friend to you, she would understand, hey, let me back up off you. Yeah. Let me have y'all, let y'all, because I want y'all to be a couple and I'm supportive of my friends. I'm going to let y'all have y'all date night for one night and not interrupt your date. Period. I'll be fucked if a man interrupt his date with me to go see his friend. I'm sorry. I'm saying like, fuck your friend. Right. You're here with me. The right. fuck. If it's an emergency, that's different. But yeah. just a regular night. Oh, I don't want to be alone. Well, well bitch, you got you friends there. Get the the fuck? fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. So the next email is, you guys, y'all, we're almost done. We got four more Let's after see. this. The next one is... Is it not the time? Okay, guys. So I've been... Oh, she emailed again because it's been so long since we... Is it not the time? Okay, guys. So I've been really in my head about college and really seeing if that's something I want to do. I want to get a degree, but I don't know exactly what to get it in. I love running things, like making my own money, but then I also love science. It's also something about dissecting the animal that really gets a thrill out of me. I don't have much time, though, and I need to think of something because I'm literally at senior year now. Next year is my last year, and it's all or never. Help me decide on what to do. Just tell me you guys' college experience or when it came to college, what mindset did you have, and what did you go for? Was it something that you guys wanted to do? Just help me out. Ease my mind because you guys really wanted to help, really help me so much. So I know you guys can help me with this. So y'all, this is the same one about her being a senior. So we don't mind helping this baby. She emailed us twice, so she needed our help. Right. Um, me going into college. Um, I at first I really wasn't prepared because I'm just getting out of high school and I immediately right. went straight to college. Right. So it was just like I wasn't prepared, but it got easy. I did go for something I wanted to be in at first because I wanted to do childcare and development. I wanted to open up my own daycare. Or if that didn't fall through, I did want it to go. I did want to teach at the schools. So I did go for that. And now looking back at it, it's like, you know, that's not, that wasn't my passion. Right. My passion is very much different. I'm like on a whole new course with this. And it, it is crazy because it does have something to do with kids, but it's not teaching them. It's like video gaming i love video gaming i love creating content for video gaming so i mean make sure whatever you're going for i mean and it's okay if you do change your mind i'm not saying go for it right now and then if you change your mind just say fuck school no don't do that right pursue school and if all else fail that's just a degree that you have under your belt if all else fail right um i say it's gonna be the college is it's not hard as it's not hard as what everybody makes it to be it is really easy but don't make it hard if you get what i'm saying like don't don't be late on your homework don't right. do not you study don't, don't not yeah don't, don't procrastinate, procrastinate. Yeah. like make sure you do all the necessities to be a top on your class if you were top of all your classes then it's a cakewalk compared to high school yeah but if you're not and you're not going to class you're not doing this you're not doing that then it's going to be hard. Right. So that's my advice on that. Um, so you're unsure if college is really what you want to do. There, It's never too late to go back to college. Like if you want to take some time off, get your mind right and go back when you're a little bit older, then that's completely fine. Yeah. People do that all the time. Like I got my associate's degree when I was 19 and I'm thinking about going back and I'm, 20, I'm about to be 24 now. But um, because that's just what I... Because 
Okay, so when I went to high school, I would, my senior year, I was working towards my associate's degree. And I was going to school half a day, getting all my necessary classes, and then going to work towards my associate's degree the other half a day at the um, the college campus because I didn't know what I what else I wanted to do because throughout school, I just felt like I was just being pushed, like floated along, you know, like I was never exposed to what my career options are. And it was just the best option for me at the time because out of that, I got a scholarship. So my associate's degree is basically free. I'm not in any debt at all. And I don't like being in debt. So, and I wasn't sure what I would do. So I was like, let me just hold off on college and just let me get my mind right. Let me learn some stuff. And if I, my path is necessary to go to college, then I'll go back to school, no problem. And once you're 24, you get better financial aid options from FAFSA because you're considered independent. Even if you don't live with your parents under that age, you still have to report their income. So once you turn 24, you're going off your own income. So you get a better financial aid package. So I'm going to mm -hmm. see about that eventually. And like, it's never too late to go back to school. Like, it's not, a, it's not a now or, I mean, I don't know what context you're talking about all or never in. But I mean, you can go back to school anytime you want. That's the thing about college. It's for everybody. You can do, you can go back anytime you want. There are people in their 50s and 60s getting their, you know, yeah. their bachelors and masters and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's always time. I mean, if you want to, if you like love science, then you can go for uh, biology to dissect animals and whatnot. But it's just all about what you want to do. And if you don't feel comfortable rushing into the decision of going to college right away and you want to be an entrepreneur, you can, you can discover that for like a year. And then if the entrepreneur thing you don't think is working no more, you can just go, go to school. Good words, wise words. Mm -hmm. So the next email says, <laughs> do not delete this email. The first one I sent was not finished, LOL. So y'all, she sent us the email and said, hey guys, and that was it. Yeah. And I think I was like, I was like, hey, okay. okay. And then she sent another one and said, hey guys, and she started typing a little bit and it got sent. And she sent another one and said, hey guys, delete that last one. Yeah, I'm like, okay. So this is the official one. It says, so I was in the middle of typing you guys and literally it just sent. I don't know. But please ignore that email that I just sent. Please delete it or something because, oh my gosh. But hello, everyone. I've been listening to this podcast from episode one of this season. And I just want to say that I love this podcast. You guys are such an amazing podcast. And I'm really surprised that no one has picked you guys up to do a radio show or something. Really and truly, you guys should do one, should do one but separate, if you know what I mean. Like, hear me out. Have a talk, radio talk show. But everyone has their own segment where they have time to talk on their own shit. Then you guys come together at the end. But anyways, yeah. That's a good idea. That is. That would be cool. But this is what I need help with. My friend sexually assaulted her significant other a few weeks ago. And I don't know what I should do. What the fuck? Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Weird, right? So, she already lost all of her other friends because of this. But when I found out, I initially didn't want to block her. When we, wait, we were so close. And although in the past few months, we had grown slightly apart, she is still a very close friend. We've had platonically cuddled before. And I know that she used to have a crush on me. But I have a girlfriend, so obviously we didn't date. I just keep on thinking that if things had gone slightly different, it could have been me that was sexually assaulted. Oh, my mm. fucking gosh. I just don't feel safe with her anymore, and I don't think I ever will. This isn't even the first time she's done something like this. She's had, she had never told me how she broke up with her previous boyfriend, 
only that it was messy. Now she has finally came clean that she didn't that she did the same thing to him too. Wow. We haven't talked to we haven't talked too much since it happened, but she but now she's trying to become closer friends again. I just don't know what I what to do. I'm basically only friend the only friend she has left. I don't want to throw away a really close relationship. I mean, a really close friendship. But on the other hand, I can't trust her anymore. She also did something borderline unforgivable twice. Oh IDK, maybe I just need someone to tell me to block her. Please help me with this. Thank you. Blocker. Block her. Block. Blockity block. She's block. a repeat offender, babe. Yes. And she's going to keep doing it. Um, I don't know. Until there are consequences for her actions. She might keep doing it after that. And like you said, it could have been you. So, I mean, she's a repeat offender. She's gonna, she's done things, something borderline unforgivable. So, it's damn near unforgivable. It's basically in the unforgivable territory. And I mean, you know, like if you've ever had a, a friendship that just snowballs out of control, the things they do just get worse and worse and worse to the point like it reaches like a boiling point where everything just fucking explodes right you don't want it to get there so mm -hmm. you wouldn't be wrong to just block her you wouldn't block be wrong her. to block her sexually assaulting somebody that is two, horrible two people horrible right and you're a repeat offender so mm -hmm. like if she's the only friend you have left there's a reason there's a reason why everybody said nope i'm out you know i'm out and it's just like Sometimes people just have to suffer the consequences of their own actions from the shit they do. And this is just a consequence of that. Like, you wouldn't be a bad person to leave her. Um, and you don't want to throw away a close friendship, but you can't trust her. What's a friendship without trust, you know? You wouldn't, you're not a close friend if, if you're just living in fear that she's going to touch on you in some type of way anymore. Right. So, I mean, it's just what it is. And you'll make another close friendship down the line. One that isn't, you know, you living in fear of being sexually assaulted. Right. All right, y'all. We got two more after this. Okay. Dear Di... Oh, wait. Did I read? Are you read? I need to read this one. Oh, shit. My bad, y'all. Go Dear ahead. Dive Deep Podcast. Hey, Dive Deep Podcast. I just want to say that this podcast is really funny to start this email off. Y'all remind me of this podcast called Late Night with Lara and Lionel. This podcast has me dying every time I listen to them. Y'all should take a listen to them because y'all kind of talk about the same things, but y'all are more funnier and they are very much more explicit. They're more explicit than us. And they talk about more <laughs> on a male side versus a woman side. Oh, that makes sense. But you guys cover both and also same sex, which is why I love this podcast even more because of that. Well, I am a little pickle. Fuck that. I need help, y'all. I came out to my friends and immediate family about two years ago. They have all been very supportive and accepting, but have not come out to my aunts and uncles because they're all very Catholic and conservative. I told my mom that I'm not ready to come out to them very many times because I'm not ready to face a passive-aggressive passive judgment from them. I'm not very close with any of my mom's side of the family, and while I do not know that they love me, that doesn't mean that they will accept me for who I am. The other day, I was talking to her about this, and she told me that she's already told three of my eight aunts and word travels fast with them. I started crying. She told me that they don't judge me. And whether I believe that or not, I still feel very comfortable with the fact that she told them. It was not her business to tell, especially since she knew that I was not ready for them to know. She tried to tell her that she shouldn't have done that. I tried to tell her that she shouldn't have done that. But she doesn't understand and thinks that she did me a favor. 
I don't know what to do. And I know the next time I see her side of the family, I'm going to feel so uncomfortable. Please tell me what I should do, please. Yeah, your mom was wrong for she doing was, that. She was wrong. She like, should have waited till you were you were ready. I was about to say bebop, but no. Wait, what? I was about to say boobop, bebop. <laughs> we can't fight. We can't fight. I'm, I'm trying not to be with the violence, but... How old are you? Doesn't say. <sighs> um, with this one, I, I wouldn't tell my mom. I wouldn't tell you. Told she said they told their mom. I told my mom. I wouldn't have told her nothing. The immediate, her immediately, immediate family and friends knew, but they weren't ready to tell the aunts and uncles. But the mom ended up telling the aunts and uncles, and word travels fast around their family. And they want to know what to do the next time she sees her side of the family. I would be proud of what uh, if they found out. Oh, the fuck! Well, right. it's me. However, y'all feel, y'all just gonna have to feel about it. Right, stand tall. Stand tall on it. There we go. I was about to, I, you know, I didn't know how to concept that question, but fuck it, it's right. out. You're it is what make, it is. You're not finna make me feel bad for my truth. You're not finna exactly. put your hands on me or nothing. So exactly. The worst you can do is like some little side glances. Like then that's so fine. I'm gonna pop my shit and right. be good. Period. Right. Like the, like I'm still the same me. Y'all just found out that I'm gay. Yes. The fuck. Mm. So it is what it is. Keep it pushing. Yeah. And let them, and when they, if they talk about it, be like, however y'all feel about it, it is what it is. Right. If y'all want to make it, make it bigger than what it is, I can leave y'all the fuck alone. Right. And just move the fuck out. Right. Period. Right. It's, I know it's going to be hard, but, you know, try, try to stand tall. This is me. I'm going to show up and I'm going to be who I am and nobody's going to make me feel ashamed about that. This is real. This is me. This is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Ah! Okay. So, next email. We got one more after this, you guys. It said, did I miss something from last time I emailed? I didn't know that K-Baby left the podcast. Oh, my God. She was my favorite. I haven't emailed the podcast due to some issues I was having, which I will talk more about in the email. But holy shit, guys. I didn't know she actually left. Well, I can say that. I like it better with you three. I'm not saying anything negative about my forever favorite person now that she is gone. But I think that just the three of you guys, it's pretty better to be honest. I love the topics that you guys have been doing. Like this this last one. What is love? I love the special guest that was on the episode. She definitely needs to come back and do another episode. I love when you guys have special guests as well. It keeps me excited. Please find more people to come on the podcast. Because the people you bring have some good things to say. So from the last email, I'm not worried about the situation anymore. The girl is a piece of shit and I have never wanted to meet or ever see her fucking face again. Just know that selfish people don't need to be with other people. But this is my new problem. Okay, I don't even remember your old problem, baby. I'm looking at it. <laughs> my best friend is becoming an... Oh, shit. Okay, that's a word that uh, Blue gonna have to look at. Because, goddamn, mm-hmm. I'm seeing mm-hmm. now. My best friend is becoming an... Incel. Incel. Oh. And his negativity is poisoning me. How would you deal with oh, it? Oh, girl. We are both 25 years old. We've known each other for 13 years, if not more. We come from a very different social background. But... We have, but we share the same values. He keeps facing rejection from girls, never learns from his experiences, and keeps saying it's because he's ugly. 
I don't think it's true, and I believe that the reason for his failure is the emotional charge slash needing neediness he puts on every girl he meets. Mm. When I told him about this, he follows with more negativity about women. Women are not faithful. They don't know what oh, they God. want. They only look for money and beauty. They complain, but they shouldn't. Then he shares some incel, yeah, incel stuff on Instagram with me. His comments are poisoning me, and I know we don't achieve anything with these. I myself have no great success in dating. I've met far less women than him, but I don't feel desperate. I've had a girlfriend for two months in my entire life, and he keeps recalling this to say, look how successful you are. I've seen him on mute. I've set him on mute until I feel better. For the moment, I can't take any more. How would you manage this? Of course, I don't want to break our friendship. He he got some stuff he needs to work on. And you're saying it's poisoning you. I'm not going to encourage you to cut him off because you don't want to break your friendship. But it's like you can't take it anymore. It's driving you insane because every time you talk to this person, it's negative about women and women are scum. Women are, and women are not faithful. I can't get a girlfriend. I can't get a bitch. I can't do this. I can't get laid. No. It's like he has to, he has, of course, has some inner work. And like you said, his problems were um, he keeps facing rejection from girls, never learns from the experience. You've got to learn from the experience. A soft, uh, hard head makes a soft ass, you know what I'm that saying? That part. Um, um, I don't think the reason for his failure is the emotional charge is neediness. You're going to run a bitch away. If you start being needy and demanding, like, that's the number one thing. Like, when you start coming on way too fucking strong from the get-go, that's different. Like, you're sabotaging yourself before you even get in the game, you know? And, um, you know, it's 13 years. And if he's just so fucking negative, like, I've been friends with a negative person. It's just like, oh, my God, you're complaining about this again today. Like, can we ever have a normal day when I can talk to you about a normal thing and da-da-da-da-da-da-da? And I mean, you've met, you've dated, met far less women and you don't feel desperate because you're a normal person with your head on straight. Mm -hmm. You don't feel like you're not entitled to anyone. You're not entitled to having a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whoever you want to date. You're just, you're living your life for you. You're not focused, you're focusing your life on the negativity. You're like, okay, I'm just here. I've, I've met that, I've dated less women, but I mean, that's just me. That's just my life. And there's no problem with that, you know? It's not it's not a other people thing. Right. I like that. Um I mean, I know you don't wanna like salvage the friendship, but it's just like let him let him tell him this. Be like we have two different opinions about this whole situation. And I just feel as though I want you to sit and just think about the shit that you're talking right. about. Literally have logical sense of the shit that you are saying. Right. Let's have some space as far as being friends. And then when we come back, have you learned something? Right. Has something changed? It hasn't? Okay, well, let's take another break from each other because it just seems like you're not going to learn. You're going to keep rambling off about the same bullshit and you're not going to get it. Maybe because it's not the bitches and it's not nobody. It's him. He right. is the common denominator. Until he realized that he's the common denominator, he's not going to change. Right. He, he's going to keep doing the same shit because he doesn't believe in his heart and in his mind that he is the reason that... 
he can't get a girl. He can't do this. He can't do that. Right. Well, he has his stuff reflected. So it's everybody's fault but him. Yeah. So maybe do a last talk with him and say, you need some self-reflection. You need to get yourself together. If he disagrees with you, buddy, we need a break from each other. Right. Because you need to get yourself right. You, you're poisoning me. Right. You, it's too much negativity coming out of you. And you're, it, it, it's, it's fucking with me and my positivity. Right. So until you get yourself together, we need a break. And if he can't understand that shit, just ignore his ass. Right. Fuck it. He'll, um, he'll get it right. Right. And those incel pages are literal poison. Like, mm-hmm. like you forcing yourself to look at these negative ass things. Like if you've ever been on like an incel page, it's just like the most heinous shit of niggas who can't get no bitches. Just angry, spewing the most foul shit about women. But it's like, get him to unfollow those pages if you can. Be like, look, you need to get out that poison. Because it's poisoning him and he's poisoning you with that rhetoric, you know. And it's just, it's it's like a really vicious place to be in. And it's like, he needs to get off that shit. He needs to get out of it. Period. Get out of that community. Last one. Last fucking it's one. It's always something different. The last time that I sent an email to the podcast, I don't even remember what was the outcome. On some real shit, I've been really doing my own thing, TBH. But just know, motherfuckers ain't really who they claim to be. Word. This is what I'm dealing with. I have a couple of homies that I've been dealing with since we were in Pampers. They, of course, know stuff I like. However, they will constantly disrespect my interests and laugh when I ask if they could chill out. Let me drop an example. I'm the type of guy that does a lot of shit. But I stick to cutting hair. I'm a barber and I get plenty of clientele. I'm not going to say I'm well known. But you can say that a lot of people come to me when they need a good edge up. My homies come to me. These niggas rather go to someone else who's charges cheaper. But they edge be ass. I'm not talking down on the next barber. Because you got to start somewhere from the bottom in this barber game. But you have a homeboy. Man, you have a nigga that you call brother that cuts hair. But you have to pay the price. Then, these niggas laugh at me because of what I charge. I do the works, though. I do the facial care for the nights, too. Uh, that's why they always coming back to me. I'm not safe the niggas. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> they also don't take our friendship seriously and don't want to be there for me while they want me to be there for them. Ain't that some shit? I just, know, I just don't know what to do with them at this point. I don't know if these niggas are jealous of me or something else. Can y'all help me out? That could be a component. Ah, uh, mm. Marie can definitely speak on this. <laughs> Leave him alone. I know you've been knowing them since Pampers, but sometimes you you actually outgrow people, right? And it's okay to outgrow people. It's okay to outgrow friendships. It's okay to just leave that people alone. I mean, you came in this world alone, so you can leave this bitch alone. So, with that being said. Drop them. I mean, you, you're going to find people that actually um, supports your craft. That right. supports you, period. Yeah, they support you for the long run, but it's always some negativity with that shit. And it's right. just like, no, it gets tired. So it's just like, okay, let's, let's cut ties. I'm done with this shit. And leave them be. If they talk negative on you, it's okay. Don't don't speak on it. Don't speak on them. Just learn to move in silence and let them see your growth. Let them see that without right. y'all, look look what look what's happening now. And look how they circle back. Exactly. Look at the support. Look at look at how I'm flourishing. Because a lot of people could be a lot of people could pray on your downfall. And a lot of people could be a, a a blockage of your next step into life. Right. So yeah. So I'm gonna tell a story. 
I know a very talented cup maker who makes resin cups. And I had a friend who wanted to order some cups. And he was um he ordered these very expensive cups that never got made and um um maybe like four or five cups for five hundred dollars and the person the cup our cup maker friend said hey why didn't you just order the cups from me and he said i just want somebody to do them right mm. now what kind of shit is that to say to your very close friend that you spend every single day with and you don't want to support their business mm. shit crazy it blows me but like if these were really your niggas they would be like hey man i want to go to my homeboy i know he's gonna do it right every single time like i want to go to my friends who are operating businesses and pay the full price because I want to support my friends' business. But shit, like Jay said, that, that's not your niggas. Nope. And it's going to be okay. Even though, like, people say, oh, we've been friends since we were this year's old. But it's like, that makes no difference. If you treat me like shit now, what's, what difference does all that history make? If anything, it's, it's even worse if we have all this history and you treat me like this. Exactly. But yeah, that's what I got to say. All right, y'all. That's the end. I think this is the last. That's the last email that's that we have in the one. box. That is the last one. So y'all, this is the announcement. Um, this podcast is down to an end. As y'all can hear, we don't have the snack. We don't have the tea wiki anymore. Um, I wish them nothing but success on. Mm-hmm. Any future podcast they go on or just YouTube, anything, period. You know, we never talk down or talk bad about anybody that leaves this podcast because that's not us. Right. Sometimes our paths just take us in different directions. Yep. And I wish them nothing but the best. I do. Um, Congratulations on them as they move on and their careers go higher. But I bet y'all wondering. What is going to happen to the Dive Deep? Guess what? We have another podcast. (laughs) So we're going to leave the Dive Deep podcast up for you guys to go back and retract on any episodes y'all want. But we have a brand new podcast called... Vividly Vocal. Vividly Vocal, you guys. It will be your host, of course, Jay Marie and Miss Blue. Um, we will be... We're going to have all our social medias up. We're going to have all our email... Uh, the emails up if you want to be a guest. And we're going to have our email hotline up so you guys can participate and email, ooh, email us. So, y'all, the first episode, of course, y'all can do a Q&A with us. Y'all can ask any question. Y'all, as many questions or whatever you yes, want to hear. ask as many questions as your heart desire. Like, yeah, that way. So, that was the big announcement, you guys. We just had to come back and give y'all one last episode before we shut down the right. dive deep completely. Um, Any last words? We're just, we, it's the same, <laughs> it's the same us, but we're just laying dive deep, giving her a rest, you know. We're putting her to rest. It's a new era, you know, with hopefully a lot of new exciting things to come. And thank you guys for fucking with us the long way, you know, for, I guess, Jay Marie feels this in her heart for y'all to come three whole seasons. How many episodes we got two? I don't know. Yeah. And thank you guys for welcoming me to come on this podcast and talk my shit. (laughs) But, um, 
yeah, I'm very excited at what's to come. Um, yeah. When we, um, do we have our email up already? No, we don't have it up. Well, nope. When I post this, it's going to be up already. Okay. So, it's going to be up, you guys. I'm going to put it in the description. Yeah. The email is going to be xvvpod xvvpod v as in Victor. So, x-a-s-k v as in Victor v as in Victor p-o-d at gmail gmail.com but we'll put it in the description and run that hoe up talk to us talk to like, us you know for our first episode our first q a episode if not if we don't get enough questions we'll change the topic but that's another thing and we're gonna post some cute little pictures i made and um yeah yes we're gonna have we're gonna keep um we're gonna make a new instagram unless we're gonna keep it we haven't just rename it we're gonna rename it. We're gonna take the pictures we have on there completely off because we are recon- redoing all of our social medias. So if y'all see us on social media and y'all see everything wiped off, just know it, we reconstructing. It, it's it's a new right. beginning. If you see the logo change, don't unfollow us before you watch the episode. I mean, if, yeah. if the logo's changed by then. But um, that's that's us, baby. We're vividly vocal. Yes, we're gonna keep every social media updated. Um, y'all make sure y'all tune in with us. Um, make sure y'all send emails and everything. Yeah, this is, uh, this is the end. What is it? This is the, be- the end of a new beginning. Right. Like Every that. ending leads to a new beginning. Yes. You know? Yes, yes, yes. So you guys, this is the end. It's not a farewell. It's not a goodbye, but it's stay fucking tuned. Right. <laughs> It's a stay tuned with us. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Tomorrow, tomorrow. I love ya tomorrow. You're only a day. so much and we are actually going to see and hear from y'all on our new podcast all right right love it's gonna be vividly vocal yes love you guys love y'all love y'all love y'all and we will see y'all on vividly vocal bye y'all well you guys it's been a long long journey with the dive deep podcast i want to thank everyone who has supported this podcast to the fullest and the ones who have been listening like crazy, like we will never forget y'all. But, 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 I want y'all to be welcomed and introduced to Vividly Vocal Podcast with your host, of course, me, Jay Marie, and Miss Blue. Um, I will put the description of where to look for us for it. Well, I will put it in the description actually. And y'all take a listen. Like, our faithful listeners are definitely going to listen. So, of course, I want y'all to go take a listen. Um, We're going to have some fire, fire content. So, that's the end, you guys. It's not a farewell, but it's a see you soon. Bye, you guys.